Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to share an exciting update. Wanderwear Lost now has its own website, which means if you don't have Spotify, Google Play, or iTunes, you can now listen on the website. Go to wanderwherelost.com for more details. Hello, Internet. Welcome to episode four of Wander Where Lost, where we talk about the beauty that is all around us and hopefully hilarious travel adventures. My name is Allie, and I try to have as many adventures as possible. I'm joined today by a talented guy, very talented, eh. pretty talented, <laughs> Garrett Raffinelli. He's an amazing singer and songwriter, has the biggest heart, is an angel. My doctor told me to be careful about that, actually. <laughs> gets too big it could be problems oh god i mean there is a medical term for that but i forget what it's called swole heart swole (laughs) when your heart works out too much i don't know (laughs) oh god anyway garrett also has the patience of a saint he helps me edit podcasts as of recently and hopefully makes it much better for the listeners for you guys so garrett how's it going today you know it's going good it's going good just uh enjoying this rainy thundery uh evening which it seems to be every time i come over here by the way (laughs) (laughs) so every time you're at my house in reno nevada Mm -hmm. it's rainy and cloudy and awesome you know yes absolutely awesome is the the biggest most important word there i think that's because we're here yeah but yeah no something about a nice thunderstormy night is always cool to me oh my god i really like it it's my favorite weather it's been like kind of it's that fall turn Mm -hmm. so it's been kind of chilly like all this week and i've loved it so 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 much i'm really sad though someone told me today that like next week is supposed to be into the 90s again yeah see i so i went outside to meet with one of my clients today and it was like so cold and I was uh, literally the first thing I said to him, I was like, who ordered winter? It felt <laughs> so cold. And I'm out there in like a t-shirt and I'm just like, cool, great, fun. Here Come we go. On. It's going to be snowing by next week. But if you say it's in the 90s, I still don't think it won't snow next week because it's Reno. And sometimes yeah. that happens where it snows one day and then it's 90 like less than 24 hours later. So Huge possibility. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, I turned on my heat seater in my car today. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was very excited to use it because it was super cold when I left work. Oh, that's amazing. See, that's the one thing that Taylor has that I don't in my car that I'm so jealous of because we both have Subarus. And she has the butt warmers, as we call them. And they're so they're, they're so important. And I don't have them. Yeah. And there's nothing worse to me than a cold car. Yeah, see... Taylor, best friend uh-huh. and girlfriend. And guest on episode one. Oh, yeah. Our episode one star. I'm still really proud of her for doing that because yeah. I was like, oh, she was, really, she was really excited about it. That's she like good. talked about it for like a week. Aw. Yeah. I'm so cute. <laughs> I miss her. So anyway, <laughs> to, to segue back here, um, tell me a little bit about where you've traveled and like all that kind of good stuff. Well, I... Uh, I have a, a, a pretty decent history of, of traveling when I was growing up. Used to do quite a bunch of it. My dad is a traveling musician on his own. Uh, and since before I was birthed, he was just going all around the place. 
uh, doing his his act that he had at the time and, you know, doing whatever else uh, made him get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> it was always bringing him to different places. And, you know, we were young kids, me and my siblings, and uh, he needed to, he needed to play his dad role, too. So he'd bring us along with him on a lot of these these travels. So when I was like a really little kid, it was like to places like Elko, right? <laughs> Which isn't Ugh. super traveling compared to where Reno is. But um, into my teens, it started to get a lot more adventurous. And we like we went places like, Hawaii, which I've been twice now, um, yes. just to Waikiki Beach. So it's like, is that how much of Ho- Hollywood, how much of Hawaii <laughs> uh, really is that? Even Hollywood do. Um, let's see. My dad, my dad's group that he has now has taken us to places like uh, Erie, Pennsylvania was this cool little town that we went to that had so much charm to it. Um, the Caribbean, the Bahamas, probably the same thing. Um, Nassau, which was awesome. That was actually the first place I ever got to drink and gamble legally. Damn. Was in St. Thomas, but then also Nassau. Living that grown-up life. Yeah. My dad, it was so funny. So it was the first time that I'd ever drank legally in, uh, was in, in Nassau. So I, you know, I'd partaken of, of alcohol before that. And, um, my dad didn't know that at the time. So he got us like these banana coladas when we were in St. Thomas. And uh, he was like so proud of himself. He's like, I just got you your first drink. <laughs> and so we <laughs> start dri- we start drinking them. And since just since the moment I alcohol touched these lips, I've been just the biggest lightweight. So I started feeling it pretty quickly. And my dad was just looking at me funny. He's like, oh, these aren't even that strong. And then like two sips later, he's like, okay, I think you're right. We think we need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So, uh, so that was fun. Um, lots of islands out in the Caribbean. Uh, St. Martin was a really cool one. Got to go to Mexico one time. Um, and then something that we're going to be talking about a lot today. Uh, I got to go to Italy when uh, I was like 17 mm-hmm. with, with uh, the crew. And that was probably the most special place. It wasn't the best cruise I ever went on. It was a bunch of old people on the cruise. Old people can be fun. No, because here's the thing. I had gone on a cruise maybe like a month before that with the with the group. And uh, that was like the best cruise that I'd ever been on because there was a bunch of people my age. And I had like a little <laughs> friend group. And Aww. even like this little cruise ship like fling that I had going on, you know, and wow. I was just like, that set the standard. So then I get on a boat of old people and I'm just like, this is not quite what I wanted <laughs> after the, just the last one. But that was actually a cool one too. We got to go to, we got to, uh, uh, sail out of New Orleans. So I got to see that and like go oh, on Bourbon cool. street and do all that stuff. So just, you know, all sorts of different places. I, I mostly when I was a teenager in my early twenties, traveling came, pretty much abruptly to a halt because that's when I had to, do, to really focus on adult things. Oh, yeah. So, Adulting. Yeah. Fun times. Fun yeah. Times. What do you think your favorite country is out of all the places that you've gone to? Country? Ooh. Mm. It could, I mean, city. If, if you, you know, want to compare cities, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. I would say that there was the most to see and be interested in in Italy, which we went to specifically while we were there. We went to Flor- uh, Florida. Florida's not in Italy. <laughs> Florida. What? But we did go to Florence, Italy. Um, we. It's funny. We flew into Rome, and I didn't even get to explore it. 
which was oh. heartbreaking. Yeah, I got to see the airport. Oh. And then I got to see the inside of a taxi that brought us to the port. So I didn't get to see the Coliseum or any of the crazy things. And I am I was like an art student, so I'm like learning about other stuff. And I was like, I was right there. Mm, I was yeah. right there and couldn't see any of it. So uh, that's really a bummer now that yeah. I know what I missed. But um, did get to see Florence. Did get to see Pisa. Um, and there was probably one or two other little cities in between. Honestly, it was such a whirlwind of crazy things, but it was really a spectacular time I had like the time of my life when I was there so yeah I mean so when we travel and as all you listeners know already it's all about the food Mm -hmm. and so I would imagine that the food in Italy is superb so funny story about that we um the our last night in Italy was Thanksgiving and I don't know if you know what they call Thanksgiving in Italy what do they call Thursday because they don't it's an American (laughs) holiday so we had no special (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> we had no special meal plan. So that's actually the first time I got to try gnocchi. Um oh. yeah, cuz I was just we were in this little coffee shop in Italy, which is a, a lot like American coffee shops except way better cuz everything's pasta. Um and I was just like, yeah, gnocchi sounds good, you know? <laughs> gnocchi. Gnocchi. Is that how you, and then uh, I got a swift lesson that it was gnocchi. And that was the first time I got to try that and it was like little pillows of love and they were so good yeah. and ever since then it's been one of my favorite pastas i do ever love since me that, some gnocchi it's my thanksgiving gnocchi feast so well that kind of segues perfectly into our wandering sips segment oh wow <laughs> did i do good oh my god did i do good it's our beautiful sound effects yeah right there. yeah yeah <laughs> It's Wandering Sips. It's the Sips. Wandering Sips the top. Wandering. Sipping while you're wandering. Wandering Sips. Today we're going to be drinking a peach bellini. Mm. It originated in Venice. Okay. So let's see. I don't think I have any specifics on who made it, but it's basically. You made it. Well, yeah, tonight. Okay. But (laughs) it's basically peach puree and Prosecco. Mm. Um, Now, when I went to Total Wine, I went full bore man and I got like top shelf Prosecco. Full what man? Full bore. I went, I, I went like to like. I went to the limit. Like I, oh okay, I've I, never I heard that expression before. I reached up to the top before. of the shelf. Okay, I, I went full bore. No, really? What? I've never heard that before, and it's I I concern myself with knowing phrases and stuff because I'm a songwriter, so I I don't Wait, know how I haven't heard bore. that. Yeah, well, full bore to me means like I am fully bored. <laughs> so you were just like but really. No, there's no D at the end. Full were, bore, full bore. You were just like really bored at the alcohol store. I get it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, um, tell me more. <laughs> yes, so this Prosecco with uh, peach puree hopefully will be yummy. I'm, I'm excited because excited Taylor, the bestie, and I drink peach bellinis when we go to brunch. Mm. But being able to choose your own Prosecco probably mm. makes a difference. Well, you said this was top shelf. So. Top shelf from Italy should oh, wow. be good. <laughs> try to be fancy. Wow. Okay, so cheers, man. Cheers. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes a huge difference. It's good. Does it? Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Ooh. <laughs> that is smooth. I feel like now that I know the restaurants that we go to for brunch, 
they must just put like the barefoot brute in there. Do you say it brute? I've always wondered. And I don't know. Sure. All I know is that nobody that loves themselves strings barefoot. <laughs> That was a really bad time for you to say that right when I was taking a sip. Um, <laughs> probably true. It's nice, though, because it's cheap. So if you're, like, adulting hard and you have no money. But you really need to have bad wine in a quick You really hurry. need some wine. Um, but anyway, Florence is super cool. Italy is cool just in and of itself in mm. the research that I've done. Mm. Now, Kyle the Hubs, mm. my mom, who was on the last episode... Uh, my little brother, Cody, and our roomie slash Kyle's best friend, Mike, mm-hmm. who was on the second episode. Hey. <laughs> Family. Covering one of my favorite topics, Disney. Oh, yeah. Love it. Um, we're it was a all... good episode, by the way. Listen to it. Oh, yeah. thanks, yeah. man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That means a lot. Yeah. The whole thing? Not the whole thing, I don't think. Oh, Garrett. I don't my know heart what... just broke a little. I don't know where I stopped. Here's the thing. I have like 12 podcasts that I need to listen to on a weekly basis, and... Yours is like next on the list to be like completed, but I if I haven't finished it, then I'm like more than three quarters of the way through it. Yeah, it's I listen to fine. absolutely most of it, if not all of it. It's fine. It was great. Thanks. You done good. Two thumbs up. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, we are going to London. So watch out. Woo! Podcast about London is going to be coming up. Um, but we're also doing Italy, specifically Florence and Venice, when we're there. So, I've been reading up about everything mm-hmm. in Italy, because, oh That's my awesome. god. Wait, when are you guys doing that? In March. How cool. Yeah. We're going for 13, 12 days. Oh, some man. some days. We're going for some days. Nice. Some days. Anyway, so, what's cool, though, that I thought was cool, is that each region of Italy actually has its own food, and even though it's, like, all amazing, um, it sounds like Florence, which is in the region of Tuscany has, like, some of the best food. Mm -hmm. Like, every time I was like, where's the best food in Italy? Everyone was like, Florence. Mm -hmm. There were some varying answers, but that was, like, the majority. Um, And speaking, like, to that, and you maybe ate this. We wouldn't because we're vegetarian now, but maybe, like, Mike will. There's this thing, and I'm going to pronounce it completely wrong, but it's uh, pasteca alla Florentina, and it's a Florentine, Florentine steak. But apparently, you should never ask the chef to cook it a certain way because they make it, like, very specifically a certain way. Interesting. And so it's, like, super rude. If you're like, I want this medium rare. What? <laughs> like, don't do that. So they're not going to be like, do you want a little pink in the middle? They're not going to do <laughs> no. that? They're just going to be like, here's your steak. You're going to eat it and you're going to like it. You're going to eat it and you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much what they do. Okay. Um, but so, like, what about the gelato, though? Because, oh. like, it's supposed to be the most amazing gelato in all of the world. It's, yes. like, where gelato was invented. Yes. What do you think about gelato? I'm not entirely sure that that's the first place that I had gelato, but I know that that's where I, that's where I got ruined on gelato. Because Ooh. I have never had gelato that was as good. Oh, no! As it was when I was in Florence. Yeah. Oh, and here's a kicker. This is a little bit off topic. I'll get back to the topic in a second. That was the first trip that I ever tried espresso. Two. Oh, and no. let me tell you what I really can't drink now. American stupid espresso. It's the worst, right? Because in Italy, they do that shit right. It's so good. It's so good. Well, you know, from what I could tell at the time, like I said, it was my first time. But, I, you know, you drink it and you're just like, that's just, that's right. That's delicious. Yeah, that's how it's done. Kind of on that topic, I heard that you also were not supposed to ask for iced coffee. And apparently it's like not a thing in Italy. Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask for iced coffee. I just know they gave me espresso and they gave me this little miniature cup. Yes. Yeah, it was like that big, and I felt like a giant slash really 
proper person. So I was felt like a really proper giant. And I was just like, oh, pinky up. You know, <laughs> it was really unique. And I loved it. And I felt so fancy doing it. Um, but, you know, the gelato. first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the first time that we had um, espresso outside of the country was in France, mm-hmm. in Paris. Ooh. And now, like, personally, their hot chocolate is where it's at. Oh, I oh could dear, Im- dear God. I can imagine. Oh. You just dip a baguette into the hot chocolate and enjoy. I don't know a lot about what? France. I just know they have baguettes. That's So bread, you want to dip bread in hot chocolate? I used to do that when I was a kid. I used to dip toast in my hot chocolate. It was disgusting, but I loved it as a kid. <laughs> my little brother Cody used to do ranch and sugar sandwiches. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> That's anyway. disgusting. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. that's pretty gross. Um, but the first out-of-the-country espresso was in Paris, and it was, like, super good, and I haven't been able to have espresso here, so I mm. feel like Italy's going to top that, yeah. and then it's going to be even worse. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to be able to go to Starbucks for a while, that's for sure. Well, because everything here tastes, like, super sour mm. or burnt. Burnt. Main, yeah, like, I mainly burnt, taste, yeah. just like, whoa. Well, I've I've recently started getting a little bit of a a, a, a taste a, a true appreciation of good coffee. Ever since I started dating Taylor, she has taught me the ways. She does like her coffee. Oh man, she loves her coffee, and I'll like sit there. I'll be like, you know what? This is pretty good. She's like, no, this sucks. This is the worst coffee I've ever had. I was like, are you sure it has like it's fifty percent creamer? How can you go wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> Give me my international delight. I'm good to go. That's mostly what I like about coffee. <laughs> I don't get to suck down that stuff. You know who this but reminds me of? Who's that? You when you're editing my podcast. <laughs> Why? Because you'll be playing it. And I'm like, I think that sounds really good. And you're like, oh, God, no. Yeah. The hell? We all have our things that we're snobs about, I suppose. <laughs> and audio is mine, not coffee. Um, <laughs> but espresso... Straight, straight espresso with a tiny little cup. Gotta have it in Italy. Mm. Oh, I will. I'm planning on it. Yeah. Like, the first time, first morning we're there. Yeah, that's that's a good plan. Uh, so gelato, uh, because I'm very interested in this topic, so okay. I want to get back to bring it. Bring it back, bring it back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, had it, I had the street version of it, like street food. Excuse me. Um, sorry, the Prosecco kind of gives you it's burps. A little, it's a little bubbly. It's yeah. a, sorry, excuse my burps. I just had a, a big old burrito, and now I'm drinking down this bubbly stuff, so I'm probably going to have some some burps. Um, but I had a cappuccino gelato sandwiched between two Belgian waffles. Oh, my God. Oh, it was special. Oh. It was, it was a lot of sugar. Wow. <laughs> but they have this, um, this little market of sorts. Uh... From what I can remember, you have to, I went to Italy 12 years ago, so the details are a little fuzzy in my brain, but from what I can remember, it was, I think, directly outside of the Duomo, which is the biggest piece of amazing, incredible architecture, which I can't wait to tell you about, uh, in Florence, but I think it's right outside of there, and you go through this little, like, farmer's market, flea market type setup, uh, and that's where I had this thing, and I was just living the Italian dream. It was amazing. I heard that, like, the area right outside of the Duomo was a really good area for, like, food and, like, mm-hmm. things like that. Apparently, there's, like, some sort of smoothie stand that's really yummy. Don't too. know about that. Didn't have that. Um, I didn't eat a lot while I was in Florence. I didn't... What? I didn't respect the food. I didn't... Oh! I didn't do my research on what the food was like You're before I You're breaking my heart. I know. I was there for a... I was there to help my dad pretend to be ABBA, okay? I didn't... <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't. He doesn't have a tribute show for anyone who's confused yeah. about it. Um, but I, uh, yeah. So I, I had that, and it was great. And you know, the area right outside of the Duomo was awesome because there's a lot of. It seems like there's a lot of culture for being a touristy area. You have a lot of the locals selling goods, and mm-hmm. and a lot of little shops that you can go into and it's like oh you want a, a custom made leather keychain go into this little shop you know and real italian leather with this in the shape of a g and then you can hang it on your keys i don't know i did get one of those that's why i bring that up um <laughs> <laughs> but um it's supposed to be the best italian leather it uh wore out really quickly and really? i was really disappointed by it i don't Aww. think it was authentic I think it was tourist Italian leather. Ah. They the type they save for uh, us non Italians. <laughs> yeah, they see you coming and they switch out the shelf. Yeah, they're just like, let's give them a pleather and just call it what it is. You know, just say it's fine Italian leather. It's good. It's good. <laughs> um, oh man! But you know, it's cool while you're in there. Um, the only other piece of food that I remember having, and this is this isn't you're you're not I'm not gonna make a destination here for you. Um, unfortunately, because I don't even know where this thing is, but me and the guy that I was, uh, walking through Florence with, he was one of the guys in the band, um, named, uh, Mike. He, uh, we, he walked into this little hole in the wall shop to get a sandwich. And, uh, what I remember about the sandwich, it was bread, cheese, meat, it. Yeah, I just read an article that showed a sandwich just like that. I yeah. wonder if that's like a thing. I don't know. Or if it, maybe I found the shop. <laughs> here's what I here's what I'm gonna tell you. Maybe I hope you did because that was one of the best sandwiches I think I've ever had. I've and it, it down. It was so simple, just bread, meat, cheese. That's it. And I only got a bite of it because it was not my sandwich, you know. But I was just like, oh my god, what is this? Does that name the the one second from the bottom? Look at all familiar. No. <laughs> and I only not say it aloud because I'm embarrassed by how I would try to pronounce it. Let that. me see. Well, here's the thing. My last name is Raffinelli, so uh, I also don't speak Italian or know any of the pronunciation, but at least, you know, I have slight credibility <laughs> because I have the last name. So uh, it is called Osteria del Antico Vinaio. <laughs> Vinaio. Okay, that last word took me by surprise. That was Vinaio. I don't know. I don't know. know. I don't know how they still, like... Thank you very much. I'm sorry to my ancestors. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Love that. Terrible. But, so getting into it a little bit here, the the main subject of the the podcast, although, yes, Italy for sure. Sure. It's like, gotta have a country. Mm -hmm. But... What are some of your biggest pet peeves when traveling? Because I feel like I see them a lot and Mm. maybe don't recognize them when I'm traveling, except for, like, some of the really obnoxious ones. Okay, my, my, I would say my biggest pet peeve, uh, within traveling itself is traveling. (laughs) (laughs) Can you be more specific? Absolutely. I like going... I like being in other places and exploring those places. I don't like getting there. Ah, yeah. I don't like preparing to get there. I Packing is really bad for me because I'm just not an organized person. Well, as we learned in episode one, Taylor is... Oh, my God. So, you are <laughs> lucky. She had 
literal spreadsheets. Oh, well, no, I know. We saw our goods. We talked about it. I yeah. saw them. They yeah. were beautiful. They, oh. You're is, a lucky man. She is an Excel artist, mm-hmm. you know, and that is so not me. I'm just like, you know what? I think I'll wear this. Let me just throw it in the bag. I think on your next vacation, she should pack for you. That's my vote. Maybe. She, uh... <laughs> I but don't know. we don't want to like add too much to her plate either well here's the thing i would just feel bad about destroying her art <laughs> at that point you know um but yeah i uh, packing and like i've been known to pack 30 minutes before i leave for a trip oh my god yeah i hate it it's the worst and you'd think i'd be better about it because i have real anxiety about leaving something behind even when I'm like going to the store or something, I'm like, did I lock the door? Did I did I do this? Did I put the dog in the what did I do? What did I miss? What did I miss? So you'd think I'd be better about it, but I'm not. Um excuse me, bubbles. Um <laughs> we just say that every time we burp now. Just bubbles. Bubbles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and there's that. And then there's just like airports are Gross. A slight step above the DMV in my brain of pleasant places to be. I don't like airports at all. I only like the airports if they have good food. If they have a good place to sit down and eat and I like the food, like... Okay, yeah, keep keep going with your story, but I have a retort to that. Okay, I think it's... um, I mean, now, granted, I'd much rather be, like, in the city eating. It's not like I want to just go to the airport to eat. Yeah. Like, that. that's not what I mean. But, like... I want to say it's Dallas that has a TGI Fridays. In the airport? In the airport. Okay. And I love their mac and cheese. So if I need to kill some time, I'm totally good with going in there, sitting down, eating some mac and cheese, and reading a book because I pack like five. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say that's probably the best way to be in an airport is to get rid of the airport around you and disappear into something else mm-hmm. because airports are the worst. It annoys the shit out of me when they have nice restaurants and nice bars in airports. And I'll tell you why. It's not because they're nice restaurants and nice bars or bars in and of themselves, because I like those things, but it's the fact that you're ruining it by surrounding it by an airport. Yeah. You know? That's and it's just point. like, why are you trying so hard? What do you have to prove? You're in an airport. Stop it. Just give me my, like, give me my Whataburger. <laughs> give me Pizza Hut. Because those are things that belong in airports because no one cares about them as much. <laughs> well, that's true. And I I mean, there has, oh God, it was sometime, it was in Seattle. Yeah, we were in Seattle and I was really, really craving some Beecher's mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go down to um, the main, I don't know why I'm blanking on this. I've been there so many times. The main like market. Oh, the, the pu- public market. I It has public the in the place. name. The fish. There's the fish. They're throwing them. Yeah, I think everyone it's, I think knows. I what honestly we're think it's about. called the public market. I'm looking this up. Hold yeah. On. Okay. It's, anyway, I'll continue with my story. Yeah. But let me know when you got it. Yeah. So. Anyway, I really wanted some beachers. We were leaving. I like really wanted to go get some, but we couldn't go back to the market because there was way too many people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's not that I normally care about it being too crowded, but. It was just that they're, you know, to park and then run in and grab it and go. Yeah. We just didn't have time for that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, where else is it? There was one in the, like, in the airport. And I was like, why is this in the airport? What? The, it's called Pike's Place, by the way. Pike's Place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they had a Pike 
Spike's Place in the airport? Is that... No, a Beecher's. Beecher's oh, mac and cheese. Oh, got it. Okay, I was like, that's a lot to fit in an airport. The best cheese Do they throw fish at the planes? If you see something on a radar, it's coming right at us. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to uh, not let you guys fly because there's a fish on the wing. Uh, over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, I think some of my biggest pet peeves, though, when traveling are people just not being courteous. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like you're you're flying around or you're walking around, you're in a di- especially in another country. Yeah. I talked about this on the last episode with my mom. Mm. Uh, the mamacita. Mamacita. That's what we call her. Yeah. That's what she calls herself. Really? <laughs> Start it. She did. That's not something you can call yourself. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened, man. I think she was trying to get hit with the times. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. But she's hit with the times. So I'm like, you know, this is fine. She can be like Sugar Mama from Proud Family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> the Proud Family. I yeah. forgot about that show. It's coming to Disney Plus. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good times. All right. Yeah. So we were in Costa Rica and I don't want to like. I don't know. I, I won't go into too many details because I did tell the story in the last episode. But there were basically kids, like, titty-flipping each other. What? Yeah, American white-ass kids just, like, fucking around in a five-star resort lobby oh, no. as we were all trying to check in. No, no, no. I'm yeah. sorry. When I have children, they are not traveling out of the country with me unless they can be respectful mm-hmm. of me, mm-hmm. themselves, mm-hmm. and the country that they're in. Yep. And if they cannot, they will not go. Yeah. I, oh my God. So just people like that mm-hmm. or people with a big, like, egotistical American sort of, like, ego. Ego. <laughs> a big <laughs> egotistical American ego. Well. Prosecco does weird things to me. <laughs> anyway, um, like, I don't know. Just, like, the big American ego, I guess, is something mm. that I hate. And when we're traveling, I don't want to see that. And neither yeah. does anyone else. Like, no. when I remember there was some – we were in, like, London or France or something like that at some point. <laughs> London or France or underpants. Or underpants. Yeah. Um, and someone – someone was talking shit about Americans – and they were saying, I don't remember what they said. You must said. have been in France then. That's, it's possible. They it's, do that there. It's definitely possible. <laughs> they were so nice to us the entire time. Yeah. Oh, okay. So nice. I loved France. Yeah. Um, but we heard something and I remember, and I just, God, I wish I could remember what it was, but I remember being like so embarrassed to be an American, Aww. you know, and be like, God, what the fuck kind of country are we like living in and showing to the rest of the world? Yeah. Well. Like, God. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I had as much of an answer to that as I thought I did. But <laughs> I, I can, I can certainly see your point. I think that there's a, there's a certain sense of superiority. That's it. That we take on as Americans. And I'm not saying all Americans. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes it happens. I'm sure other countries do it too, where, you know, there's this sense of like, oh, we are, we are cultured and we are a powerhouse in the world and therefore we can go to these other countries and uh, make our presence known as what we are and yeah. they're going to respect us for it, yeah. you know, which is sad. Yeah. It's just frustrating traveling and seeing that and then kind of being embarrassed that that's where you come from mm-hmm. and just, you know, wanting to not have that be associated with you. Yeah, no, I could see that for yeah. sure. I also hate crowds a lot. I kn- Yeah. I mean doesn't matter who's in the crowd, you know, Americans or whoever, right? If there's a lot of people, I, 
That's the worst to me, especially when you're trying to like see something really cool and you're trying to like just be in the moment, but you have to like fight through a crowd of people to mm-hmm. get to where you're going. It's the worst thing in the world. I hate yeah. it. Like La Familia Sagrada, La Sagrada Familia. That's it. In Barcelona. Um, the Ooh, crowds were Have really you been to Barcelona? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was really cool. How cool. It was, it was a lot of fun. That was one of the few trips that we've taken that we did not travel around much. Mm-hmm. We did like a day trip. Otherwise, we were like in the city. Oh. And that was super cool because we were just able to like spend so much time. Bubbles. Bubbles. Getting to like... <laughs> know the city and like we walked past past different shops mm. and like things like that it was really cool um how cool yeah i even got a back massage while eating dinner one night that's not a bad way to eat dinner at all i had to pay for it didn't uh, know that up front dang it they that's tricked okay. you yeah that's I was, like I was tricked. that's like somebody on the streets giving you like their mixtape and they're like hey mixtape and you take it and then they're like okay hey five bucks that happened to me in france or, yeah, under the Eiffel Tower with a rose. This uh, guy pushed a rose on me, and I was like, no, someone no. Someone bachelored you? No, no. Yeah, pushes a rose. Finally, I just take it, and then he's like, four euros. What? I didn't want it to begin with. Yeah. How about I give you your rose back? I guess that's another pet peeve, is just, like, really pushy. Oh. What do they call them? Just street sales people. I don't vendors? know. Vendors? Not vendors, because I feel like, well, maybe vendors too. It's like the people mm. at the kiosks at the mall that are like, can I speak to you about something? Oh, leave me alone. Would you like to buy this cream? I'm here on a mission. I don't shop for fun. Yeah. No, I went, I just went to Vegas uh, a couple months ago. Well, excuse me, Bubbles. Um, bubbles. A month ago. That is the worst. If you're out on the strip, there's those people like clicking those cards at you, like oh my God. tapping their cards together and like handing them to you. And they're just of like mostly naked girls and stuff like that. And you're just like, look, that was not worth what you, the way you just treated me to try to give me this card. What the heck? You yeah. Know? Or them like yelling it at you. Yeah. Or you guys can go together. Don't you want to treat your husband? No. No. I, I want to keep walking and do my own thing. Thank you very much. Yeah, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Ugh. Um, how is the Cathedral of Santa Maria del Fiore in Piazza del Duomo? I was going to say, is that all fancy talk for the Duomo? Florence yes. Cathedral? <laughs> I looked it up. Are I, you proud? I know. that I'm very proud of Thanks. you. That's, that's very impressive. I know it as the Florence Cathedral and as, uh, as the Duomo. It's funny. I was talking to Taylor today, um, about, about the Florence Cathedral and how, like, I thought that was really cool when I went. And, uh, or I, I called it the Duomo and she was like, what's a Duomo? And I was like, you play, I was like, you play Assassin's Creed. You've climbed it. Honestly, I, okay. This is going to sound really nerdy for a minute. Go for it. I I just said you, you've played Assassin's Creed. You've climbed it. So you you can't follow it up with something I mean, I played Assassin's Creed. Now I want to go to Greece. Oh, is, is there a Greek? Odyssey. Odyssey. Really? I've been all over like Eos and... Like all these other places, uh-huh. and it's amazing. And Athens is so busy, yeah. even in olden times. And I know this because clearly I was there. Right, right. Weren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Florence Cathedral, the Duomo, the however many words you just used to describe it, was absolutely the highlight of the trip. That building, I, you've done a lot of traveling, so you've probably seen some of these like really old cathedrals. Oh yeah, out there. Oh yeah, but the Duomo oh, to my me. God is going to take the cake because I'll tell you why my nerdy thing. Mm-hmm. I really liked core humanities. Okay. So in core humanities, 
Um, we learned that it started, like, they began construction on the Duomo in the 13th century, mm-hmm. and Arnolfo di Cambio... What? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yes. Did, he was the one who started it. Uh-huh. But they weren't sure, like, how to finish it mm-hmm. with that big dome. That's like which... me with almost every song that I write. <laughs> well, that's, that's not true. You <laughs> do amazing things. I don't know. No, don't appreciate it. <laughs> um, but I remembered learning, like, how they finished it, and it was a really advanced design, and it wasn't until Filippo Brunelleschi mm-hmm. came around in the 15th century mm-hmm. that they added on, like, what it what is known as, like, the Duomo. And it was a... Um, basically was regarded as one of the greatest architectural feats in Italy. Yeah. Which, And hands shit. and eyes and nose. <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> Such a dork. Dear God. Uh, I'm sorry. But did you find, I... it, like, the, the piazza... It was... To be, like, super tourist... Or, like, t- obviously touristy, but were there a bunch of people pushing shit on you? No. That's well... Good. Not that I remember. Again, this is 12 years ago. I remember it being a lovely experience that I wasn't being hassled by anybody to, to buy anything or do anything that I wasn't feeling comfortable with. I just, I remember being able to walk around pretty freely. The, there were tourists, obviously we were in a very touristy section of the city, but it didn't feel overcrowded. I never felt like I was being pushed out of the way to do anything. It was great. And let me tell you about the Duomo a little bit. Took 200 years to be built, right? And you can tell when you look when you're looking at this thing. There is not a first of all, it's gigantic. I, I, have you ever seen any pictures oh. of the Duomo, like in relation did to I, the rest of the city? Did I just tell you that I studied in queer humanities? Yeah, and I was like really excited by it. Right, like, I definitely looked so, that shit up. To those who are listening at home, if you ever look up Duomo, D U O M O, if you ever look up a picture of this building, it just dwarfs the rest of the town. Oh, yeah. It is absolutely massive. And, uh, like, to an intimidating level, you're looking at this thing, but then you, like, get up close to it, and every corner, every square inch of this building, you could tell it took two... By today's standards, it would take 200 years to build. Oh, hell yeah. Um, It's just so detailed, and the sculptures and the statues and the retrieves and just the artwork on this the i i hope i the retrieves the little carvings in the the stone slabs kind of thing we'll go with that because i'm not quite sure yeah i was an art major but i was an art major a long time ago so i don't remember (laughs) the exact word but i hope that's it um and it's just everywhere you look is something new to be blown away by right and you go into this place and it's just I feel like the church part of it is in the like the front corner mm-hmm. and the other 90% of it is just big hallway with lots of pretty things to look at stained glass uh you know all the all the vaulted ceilings and well whatever kinds of ceilings they had I don't know the exact words for them but it just it's astonishing and um the dome itself is full of a bunch of different paintings um, you know, whenever you think of paintings on the th- ceiling of a cathedral, that's essentially what's in the actual dome. Yeah. Uh, and it's magnificent. And it's funny because like, you can look at the paintings from, from down on ground level and you could be like, those look really cool. And then you discover that there's a staircase to get up to them yeah. and you can go right up against those paintings. It's a 400 step hike. Oh, I'm going to climb it. <laughs> I climbed the Eiffel Tower. I'm going to fucking <laughs> yeah. climb that. I, uh... 
So like I said, I, I was traveling Florence. I was exploring Florence with Mike from the band. And he, at that point, was a pretty husky guy. So about 300 steps up, we had to take like a 15-minute break. He was not I mean, doing well. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's to somewhat ex- some extent to be expected. But it, it's a lot of steps. I mean, look, I've... I'm not exactly as in shape as I was when I was 17, so I'd probably have to do the same thing. <laughs> it is a lot of steps. You never realize how many steps 400 steps is until you're 300 steps up 400 steps. Dude, it was like when we were climbing the Eiffel Tower from the ground. It's like, oh, yeah, that should be easy. Uh, fine. No. We're, and then we got halfway up. And I'm like, we're only halfway up. Have you ever been on a Stairmaster for an hour? <laughs> no, I can only do it for 15 minutes. <laughs> kind of what it feels like. So, um, but, I mean... Just a magnif- I if I haven't sang its praises enough. Just this magnificent piece of architecture. I could have stayed in there for three hours. And I'm so excited. Enjoyed to see every it. second of it. It is breathtaking. Yeah, I so along with food, obviously we uh-huh. we also travel for like the architecture, and mm-hmm. that is one thing I'm so excited about. One of the reasons I love Europe so much is because the architecture is so rich. Yeah, and old and gorgeous. And I just can't wait to, like, rub my hands on the pillars and, mm-hmm. you know, like, look into the eyes of the paintings. Yes. <sighs> the eyes of Notre Dame. That's France. That's the wrong <laughs> country. I'm sorry. I, anytime, any chance I have to break out in song, I will. I mean, if you would like to talk about France, I'm open to that on another episode. Fantastic. Never been there. Don't know much about it. I know that they have baguettes. So, <laughs> and that you're going to dip your dip them into your hot chocolate. Sounds great to me. <laughs> so, I think what needs to happen is we have to plan a trip to France so that we can talk about... The before going to France and then the mm-hmm. after of going to France when you come back and you're like, France, blah, blah, blah. I like it. You're like planning out series already. Oh, how we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, some of the things in Italy, though, that it have me a little stressed out, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll admit, is that they're so fashionable. Mm. And I'm kind of, I don't want to look touristy. I hate looking touristy. We mm-hmm. like, potent, or not potentially, we specifically stay in Airbnbs that are not in a really touristy area. They're usually like someone would live in the depths of things yeah Yeah, you know like safe obviously but like a normal place that someone would live in so i'm a little worried about like trying to blend in and not on a touristy level and i do stitch fix now so i'm hoping they've got some cool outfits for me what's stitch fix what i i'm sorry (laughs) i posted about this I'm sorry. Don't you care? Yes, but I just don't have that much time to be on the internet. (laughs) Stitch Fix is basically, I'll make this short. It's uh, where they... Not sponsored. No, this is not sponsored. (laughs) Um, I just really love them. You sign up for a box. It's like a $25 styling fee. They send you a box of five items. Oh. If you keep anything in that box, you get the $25 Mm -hmm. styling fee credited towards what you're keeping. Cool. If you keep the entire box, you get 25% off the entire box. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. They're like pre-styled. You you know, you tell them your favorite colors, like what you like to wear. Mm. You do style quizzes, like things like that. Okay. And there's like a Tinder. There's like a Tinder for clothes daily quiz thing that you can swipe left or right on. It's I amazing. Swipe I have right s- on this scarf and I think it's meant to be. <laughs> I love it. It's so much fun. <laughs> but um, I think one of my other pet peeves, though, about kind of just traveling in general kind of goes to your packing pet peeve is I feel like I never pack quite enough. Like, especially we're, we're going in March. So yeah. we're going in springtime. I've heard beautiful things about the weather, but it's going to be chilly. Yeah. So I need to have layers. Mm-hmm. And with trying to be stylish, 
and also have layers. Like, that just makes it really difficult, mm-hmm. you know? Kind of a pet peeve. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'll report back. You should. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, I don't know. I, you know, I feel like each different region of the world is going to have their particular fashion, but, you know, there's also going to be people like me who just want to dress in sweatpants and a t-shirt all hey. day, you know, wherever you are. All day, every day. I'm yeah. all about that sweat life. Yeah. Comfy, especially since it was 60 degrees out today. Yeah. Freaking cold. Cold compared to what it's been. Yeah. You know, that's not as cold as it's going to be, but it's cold compared to what it's been. I need, like, a couple weeks of, like, 60 degrees to get used to it, and then I'm good. Yeah. Then it's hot. Then I'm wearing tank tops. Yeah, and then you hear people in L.A. complaining about the same thing that we're complaining about right now, and you're just like, ha, sissies. Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, I'm not... I'm not exactly sure what the Italian fashion trends are these days, know, but I'm sure you look great. Like, Thanks, Hannah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's all down to my my stylist, Hannah. Do your thing, girl. Hey. Um, you know, one thing that was really heartbreaking when I went mm-hmm. to Italy, in a kind of a cool way, but also a heartbreaking way, um, Italy does not have the same kinds of regulations or rules on graffiti as we do. At least they're not as, I feel like they're not as strict about it because it shows up everywhere. The streets are covered in it. And it gets really stressful when you look at this building that's like 500 years old and it has like oh, graffiti no. all over it. You're just like, oh, oh that's going to really bum me out. Why would you do that? Yeah. So just to set some expectations, you oh. will see graffiti and it will be on buildings that will piss you off. <laughs> I'm really glad you warned me because yeah. I, yeah. I, some of the, I mean, some of it truly is street art. I think there's a difference. You know, graffiti, there's the difference between, like, a tag that someone does and, like, a big piece. It's just the fact that whether whether or not does any of this belong on these ancient, awesome pieces of architecture. Yeah. That's up for debate, I yeah. suppose. I kind of think it shouldn't. But, it, you know, mm-hmm. if it's on, like, a like a freeway sign thing or the sure, street well, or whatever, sure, whatever. But. You'll see plenty of it, at least if it is anything like it was 12 years ago. <laughs> oh, sad. Sad. Eh. Well, thanks for getting. Thanks for coming on, Gary. You're welcome for stuck a blah, <laughs> Allie. <laughs> if you guys want to check out Garrett, head to his Facebook or Insta. It's at Garrett Raff. At Garrett dot Raff. Garrett dot Raff. Yeah. Oh, my bad. G a r r e t t dot r a f f. He has amazing music. Posts all the time. He also posts his crazy studio hours. Yeah. Which. Well, not anymore. I. I. The only reason they've been crazy this last week is because. Girlfriend is in Greece, and I don't have a bedtime. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like every time I watch your story, I'm like, Garrett's working. Garrett's working. Puppy. Garrett's I working. Taylor. I was, I was actually thinking today. I was like, I should post a story where it's just like, Hey, you guys know why I always post pictures from the studio? It's because I'm always, always, I never leave. <laughs> so it's not. It's not as happy of a story. <laughs> this chair is my bed. I know, this, is, this, is, this is actually the first time I've left the house in like two days. So. You know, but that's oh, another good. story. Glad to get you out, man. Yeah, <laughs> and into another house. <laughs> yeah. So thanks, though. And listeners, thanks so much for listening. Uh, check out Garrett. Yeah. Don't be shy. He's super cool. And thank you so much for having me on. This is awesome. Yeah, man. So fun. Woo! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, something I say that I keep forgetting about. What? We say Stricadonia at the end. A strict. Strigadonia. Strigadonia. Wait, do we say that at the same time or? We don't have to. Okay. It's Greece for the pleasure of being able to say, to hell with it. Ah, uh, Strigadonia. Strigadonia. Yeah. 
If you guys are loving this podcast and want to hear more, definitely check us out on wanderwearloss.com. You can also listen on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Hey, be a cool person. Share this with friends. Subscribe, follow us, like us, comment. We would love to get to know you.